What I love about this game of baseball is how much we learn in the physical and that points us to the spiritual within our faith. You know, so what we're coming out of this last video talking about discipline. I believe that us as baseball players understand discipline more than the normal population. Because we understand that to, to learn how to hit isn't just a quick fix. Like, hey, teach me how to hit real quick. Like, no, it's, it's this progression and it's truth over time. You know, and it starts when we're really little and we learn how to hit off a tee and you never outgrow hitting off of a tee. That always is part of your development as a hitter. And you know you gotta show up every day and do it. And truth over time is, is this discipline, you know, where the rest of our culture is looking for a silver bullet quick fix. Um, so I love that we understand that as baseball players. You know, even then, so what we're looking at this week is grace. You know, and how to give grace the, the way we've received grace. In some ways, we understand that completely. You know, so when you're at the plate and things are right and you're just, just raking, it feels like you're not even doing anything. Like you're not overthinking it. You just show up, you, you execute your process, and you just seem to find the barrel, and your barrel seems to find gaps. You know, and that just happens naturally. Where when you're in a slump, it's like the harder you try, the more you try to take control over it, then the worse it gets and the worse you spiral down. You know, so that's, I love it because I feel like within that we understand grace. But then there's this hard part, this reality for us as just athletes and as achievers in general, and how much we want to earn what we call ours. Um, so even then, that kind of manifests more so than anywhere when people talk about the difference between talent and hard work. So talent is God-given ability. So not everybody has, can roll out and throw 90 plus. Not everybody can hit a ball, you know, 400 feet. Um, that's, that's a talent, that's a, that's a gift. You know, Hand-eye coordination, speed, strength, agility. You know, like you can develop those, but that's God-given, you, you have it or you don't. Um, but we get offended sometimes when people say how talented you are because like that's an indictment against the hard work that you put into it, you know? So we want everything that's ours to be earned, you know? So, and by you calling what I do talent is discrediting my hard work, you know, and shame on you. So that's where we will struggle and battle um, because grace is a gift. We look at Ephesians 2.9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that's not of your own yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as results of works, so that no one can boast. Okay, so that grace has been given to you. We've been saved by grace through faith. So, and not by our own works. And, and here we are, we're, our grace is, we've done nothing to earn that. That was just been given to us by Jesus, you know, and we, and here we are hating, taking credit for things that we didn't earn, you know, so how do you wrap your brain around living within the grace that's been given to you? Because um, here's a hard part when we look at um, hard work and talent, well, you've been given talent and then your hard work is trying to maximize talent. Your hard work doesn't maximize grace. Your hard work is in response to it because it was given to you, there's nothing you can do to make it better. That, that, that wasn't of you, that was of God. And your hard work is in a response. That's why Jesus says, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. So the way that you live is in response to the grace that has been extended to you. 
So part of the way that we learn to receive that grace, even though there's something in us that wants to reject that, the way we learn to receive it is by giving it, by giving grace the same way that we've received it. You know, so what does that look like for us? Uh, for us as coaches, what are you doing to invest into a player that has absolutely nothing to offer back to you? Okay, or for us in general, how are we giving grace to people that have done nothing to earn it? You know, like, do we only love and give grace to those who love us or have something to offer back? Um, because ultimately, that's what we were to God was the one that had nothing to offer back to him. You know, but he loved us anyway, unconditionally, and he gave us grace, you know, with, with, and that grace is sufficient for us. So here we are, naturally. There's something in us that just wants to reject, you know, this free gift because we want to earn everything. So how do we learn how to receive that well? And I believe this, that this is why God taught us to give grace the same way that we received it because that's how we learn. The only way we learn to understand what it means to receive grace from God is to invest into somebody that has nothing to offer you back. And then and only then do you understand that that's who you were before God, that you have nothing to offer God, that he had grace to give to you, that you on your best day, you know, the best you have to offer God is filthy rags, that it's all grace. So that's where we see Paul talk about in 2 Corinthians. Um, in 12.7, he starts saying, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelation for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. As baseball players, as athletes, as Americans, we are constantly trying to exalt ourselves so that we can earn glory. And as Christians, we say that once we earn this glory, then I'll take that glory that I've earned and I'll give it to God because I'm so gracious. And that's not how this works. And, G and that's what Paul is saying here is that, no, that, that's, why there's, that's why I have weakness. That's why God gave me this weakness, so it can keep me from exalting myself. Verse 8 says, Concerning that I implored the Lord three times that it might leave me, and he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. So as we look going into this next video, um, we're going to look into... Ultimately, how do we become vulnerable? Where do most wounds happen? What's going to steal us from the salvation, um, from the life that Christ died for us to have to be in communion with God? And we're about to go look at that.